Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello everyone and welcome to the Super Rugby Podcast. You're here with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. And we are in week eight of a very, very exciting competition, but we've got a little bit of a sort of disclaimer to say. A bit of a hiccup. A little bit of a hiccup. Uh, Toby yet again is leading down the Super Rugby whoa, Podcast whoa, fans whoa, whoa. and uh, is going skiing again. Correct. Um, and because of that, we're pre-recording some of this earlier than the actual weekend games. So if some of the questions are slightly off because it was done before the matches were played. <laughs> Anything you want to say on that, Tobes? No, no. but I am going to have a fantastic week. You will have a fantastic week. So first up, we are going to do our listeners' questions. And as always, Tobes, this is the bit that you've been waiting for all week when I surprise you with some of the, our fantastic listeners' questions. Yes, would you like to hear the first question? I would. Yes, please. So first up is from Josh Turner. He says this, Tobes. He says, Joshua. Toby and Damien, thank you for your Super Rugby podcast. And thank you, Joshua, for saying my name first. I know. Because we all know that I'm the best. <laughs> we all know that you're <laughs> the most important person here. Um, he goes on to say, should the Sunwolves have been axed from the Super Rugby competition? Well... As soon as you told me the other week, I was very, very surprised um, and shocked, really. Well, I think it comes at no surprise to everyone that we love the Sunwolves. Oh, totally agree. At the plate, they play a great brand yep, of rugby. Definitely. In fact, they play kind of, as you said before, the super rugby that we actually like. Yeah. That some of the other Expensive teams have stopped playing. Is, yeah, totally agree. And it actually shows that there's still a place for super rugby being played in the Super Rugby competition because a lot of teams have gone defence, defence, defence. They've actually gone and they've got a good defence, yeah. but they're all about attack. All out attack. But I don't get the reason why. I think they wanted to go down to 14 teams, two groups of seven, much easier to play. They can actually shorten the season a little bit, potentially put into two pools of seven, and then you could have your, your winners of your pools of seven coming out much, much easier. You can shorten it down or you can lengthen it out. You've got a lot more to sort of 
wriggle to work, room. Yeah, to work with, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, they're exciting. And I really, I'm sure I'm not the only one, or we're the only ones, that enjoy watching them and, you know, enjoy watching them actually win some games this year, which is also surprising. And I also like the fact that they come from all over the world. You exactly. know, it's not like a New They're Zealand, almost like a Barbarians team. They're almost they? like a Barbarians team. Yeah. They coach like a Barbarians team. I think Tony Brown's done a great job yeah, with them. He has. So it's a real shame. And they've only been in four years. Yeah. It seems crazy. And and the and Japanese team, they, you know, there's there's good support for their games. Yeah. Um I know the travel's an issue and getting there is a problem for a lot of the teams, but I just think it's quite short sighted that you want to grow world rugby. And then you're axing a, a world team. Absolutely. And especially almost straight after the World Cup. Yeah. Ridiculous. I don't think it's gone down with I don't think it's gone down well with many people and many teams no. out there. I mean, potentially for the players, because now they don't have to travel all the way to Japan. But I think as a player, I'd love going there. Yeah. Culture, food. Oh, you the know, food, great mate. people. The food, oh. eh? I would enjoy the food more than the rugby, I think, Tony. <laughs> hey, have you ever been to Japan? I've never been to Japan. Oh. I actually had an opportunity to go, and stupidly, I decided to stay at university. <laughs> Education, eh? Who yeah. needs it? <laughs> big, big mistake, big mistake. But good question, Josh. Hopefully we helped answer that. We're, we're not a fan of them getting... No. I, I don't see any reason why they should have got biffed off. And saying that, though, you know, the Australian team's got biffed off. Yeah, um, yeah. So a couple of South African teams. Did so as well. therefore, maybe, maybe they felt like that. You know, keeping them in wasn't maybe the yeah. right thing. To do. I'm not not quite sure. Next question is from Haley, no last name from Dunedin. Now, Tobes, this is the million dollar question. Haley, no name. Haley, no name. Dunedin student. Wow, gotta be. I tell you what, if she's a student. Why is she listening to us? She should be studying. <laughs> she should be studying. So, <laughs> Hayley, hopefully uh, you've listened to this and go back to your studies. <laughs> go, oh my God. This is the million dollar question though, mate. Who's going to win the World Cup? That's pretty simple. Maybe she's going to put a few quid on it and she wants our, our opinion. Well, I, she's I from wouldn't. Dunedin, mate. I wouldn't so she'll actually, be putting a few dollars. A few, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Come on. Mate, sorry. So, who for you is going to go and win the World Cup? This is an awful question. That I, I have had, I've actually put a bet on and I'm going to get hung, and I'm going to get courted, and I'm going to get the full Monty from every Kiwi, because I've put money on... Don't say England, mate. Do not I've say England. I've put money on New Zealand not winning the Rugby World Cup. Well, so you've put money on them losing. That's, yes. That's the bet. Yes. That's quite a, um, that's quite a good bet, actually, because... I just think winning the World Cup is pretty damn tough. The it fact is. that New Zealand done it twice... Yeah. I'm not saying it's a fluke. It's not a fluke. No. But for them to win it three times in a row, you know, you get. I don't need... think it's good for world rugby either. You know, I think that someone new needs to win it. Yeah. Well, I, I hope no one new wins. I it, mean, but... I hope we win it, obviously, and it'll be a good bet to lose. But I've put, yeah, I've, I've made a bet. That you we're haven't not actually win. answered any of the questions. No, I know, <laughs> so... but I'm just saying that um, England won't win. I mean, I hope to the Lord, baby Jesus, they don't win. Gosh. Because <laughs> we, <laughs> we will get rinsed, won't we? Mate, here? I was here when they won last time. Oh. And you know what I would say is, you know, when, and I haven't been in New Zealand when New Zealand have won, apart from when I was a little baby myself, a little whippersnapper, and I can't remember. But I remember when England won, I expected to go out, to drive out, and the streets to be lined with people celebrating 
I saw one guy in England shirt, <laughs> and I was like, "This they don't deserve to win from that point of view." When I 2011, I was in Wellington. I watched it, and then went into Wellington CBD. That's a central business district. If you didn't know, um, <laughs> I actually, I actually did know. Oh, Thank good, you, Toby. Good. Just educating others, anyway. Um, but it was they shut it down. They shut it down. All the roads, everything, and it was swarming, swarming with people. Not just Kiwis, but you know everyone. And it was so, it was so much fun. Great atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, it did help that. It was in New Zealand. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's not the point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you've you've still you've said England aren't going to win. So yeah. who would you put your money on? Can I just jump in here now? No, I, you I, can't. No. I'm going to say oh, this. Oh, you will anyway. Don't there's worry. an you know, anyway, <laughs> there's an old adage, isn't there, that you've got to be in a final to win a final. So let's just say that's correct. Let's look at the teams who have been in finals. You've got New Zealand. You've got England. You've got South Africa, France. You've got Australia, and you've got France. Now, I can't see France winning the World Cup, so therefore, I'm going to discount France, and that is a very dangerous thing to do as a New Zealander. <laughs> discount France, but I'm going to say they're not going to win the World Cup because I don't think they're going to put be able to put five, you know, tough games back to back. France, yeah, they're oh, not. Well, 2011, they lost to us easy in the group stages. And then we beat them by one bloody point. I know. Let's not go about. Let's just not go back there. So I'm going to say France aren't there. Okay. I don't think that Ireland will again, under the pressure, be able to produce the goods again. Wales. My big worry here is England. Yeah. It's a genuine worry. South Africa and Australia. So I think it's going to come out of those four. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I think. Ireland are good enough to win it. I think yeah. Wales are good enough to win it. But, but I just, just don't... They haven't been there, done that. They haven't been there, done that. So even if they made the final, it might be too much for them to win it. So I'm going to say it's going to be out of those those teams. Now, obviously, I want New Zealand to win. Yeah. Who do I think will win it? What about Scotland, it? mate? Oh, I'd lo- I mean, I love Scotland. Yeah. They play a good brand rugby. But I hate to say this, mate, but if you if I was a betting man... And I was going to bet against New Zealand, it would be England. Yeah, and that would that would be awful. And if anyone don't, don't do that, if anyone is English out there listening to this right now, we apologise. But what you have to understand is <laughs> that in New Zealand, rugby is the you know really important thing. Whereas over here, it's just something that happens in the little background, and you're just really good at it, which is a little bit annoying to us Kiwis. Yeah, but they've got how many people here? Sixty-five million. We've got. Round five million. Come on. Are you rounding up? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say New Zealand, but if anyone else is going to beat us, I think it will be England. And, oh, my goodness, that would be an awful final. New Zealand v. England, I just wouldn't. I mean, New Zealand versus Australia was bad enough, but New Zealand versus England, oh, I don't know how I'd cope. Are you ready for the last question? Yes. This I is am. coming from Matthew Chow from Hong Kong. Matty Chow. So welcome to our Far East listeners. Yeah. He says, and this is for me a great question, which country produces the best referees? Oh, gosh. I think at the moment the best referee is Gardner from Australia. I know, I know you don't really like him. No, no, I, I, no, I, I rate oh, you him. You do like I him. I rate him. I oh, think okay. he's very, very good. Yeah. 
which kind of brings me on to I, I'm, I'm going to say I agree with you. Yeah. I like a couple of the New Zealand guys, but yeah. I think overall we're just a little rung down. Do you know the English the English refs? People over here love them. I'm not a fan of the French refs. I think everyone from no, well, we yeah. can all agree with that. Yeah, I agree. Welsh, what's his name from Wales? Evans, just because he's Welsh, or just say Evans <laughs> Jones. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll get his name up. We'll get his name. No, yay and Evans. <laughs> That's so bad. Let's just Nigel say, Owens. Nigel yeah, Owens. There you go. He is a very good referee. He is a. Fa- I actually think he. He's he's one of the best. I would say he makes some mistakes in matches, but he, the way he deals with mistakes yeah. is the best. And that's like um, Gardner. Correct. Because he'll he'll talk to them, and if he's wrong, he'll go, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm wrong, and I'm going to change my decision. I, I really like that about him. Which, which is, you know, he's human. He's going to make mistakes, but he, he it's the way he deals with it, like you were saying. Interesting side question to that, then, is how important is a referee to a game of rugby? Oh, it's huge, isn't it? It's huge. And the way he speaks to the players. I think it's also the way that he, he, he his interpretation of the breakdown, his interpretation of the scrum, scrum yeah, his interpretation scrum. of the line-out is yeah. so important. And, and whether or not they pick you up for a slight forward pass or whether they pick you up, you know, for anything. Yeah. Because if they're on the mindset, and this is Wayne Barnes from England. Oh, yeah. He's very good, Wayne Barnes, and apparently he's a lovely, lovely bloke. But he does have a tendency to sort of be a little bit facetious around those areas. That is a huge word. Did you look that up? In the, you, no, he's no, got, ladies and gentlemen. I went to university. He's, he's actually got a dictionary in front of him. <laughs> actually, it's not. It's a thesaurus. It's one of those electrical thesaurus <laughs> that I used to have when I was at school because I can't spell. Um yeah, so he can, you know, I think that you've got to let the game go. And, yeah. I, and you know, with, with video, you can always come back and exactly, check your work. Yeah. But also, you know, in that, in the scrum area, you know, when, when it when it collapses and the ball is at the back of the scrum, play on. Yeah, play on. And the only thing I would say is, you know, that's a big advantage for teams, it, isn't but it? But it doesn't happen much now. Well, when I say it doesn't happen, it happens quite a lot, to be fair. It, they do play on. But, you know, some referees will bring it back, you know, bring the scrum back and we'll we'll do it again. We'll reset. But it's just like, come on, the ball is there. The, the opposition aren't going to win it. So just let it go. You know, you're just wasting time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wasting it, energy. It's the flow of the game, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. A few years ago in Super Rugby, there was so few scrums because the players just keep the ball alive yeah. a lot more and I think now they're taking more contact so therefore there's more scrums coming to the game the scrums are not as consistent as they were so therefore there's more and more and more and obviously we just want the ball out the back of the scrum yeah. as fast we, we as we just want to see some running rugby absolutely so three very good questions yeah. from our very intelligent fantastically handsome, handsome. good looking listeners they? well they must be well, it must be incredibly intelligent to listen yeah, to us. That's a very good point. <laughs> but up next, mate, is our review of all the matches yes. that would have taken place had you not <laughs> gone skiing. Hopefully the phone connection's okay. Okay, everyone. We're, uh, we're joined uh, via plane, via satellite, via all technology. 
with Toby Harris from France now. He's actually left the studio, gone to France, but he'll be back for the last segment of the Super Rugby Podcast. Hi, Toby. Hello, how are we? I'm from France, and I'm currently sat in a tiny bedroom after having a full day of skiing. I hope everyone isn't as knackered as I am. Uh, all I've got to say to you, mate, is you know any French words yet? We, we, we. Bonjour, <laughs> Renault, Peugeot, <laughs> Renault, Peugeot. All right, mate. Anyway, let's let's go over the uh, results for this weekend's fixtures. What have you got up first? Yes. So we've got the um, Hurricanes versus the Highlanders. Now this was a big game for us. Oh, it was a huge big, game, wasn't it? Huge game. Yeah. Now the Hurricanes came out on top, thirty-one twenty-eight. I tell what you what, do you though, think mate, of that? Half time, fourteen all. Yeah, tight as tight as old boots, eh? Absolutely. And TJ, top game from TJ. <sighs> top game from TJ. Top game from Lamarpe as well. If I'm honest. Top game from Lamarpe, but I, I tell you, I, I wrote a couple of things down. That real concerning if you're a Hurricane supporter is Hurricanes lineouts and scrums really, really poor, and it's been consistently poor. The whole through the whole season so far. Set piece. I think I've had that written down almost every single week. Is the hurricane set piece is poor? I'm not yeah. sure why though. Do we have like line out throwing? Do we have anyone to throw at? You know, we've got <clears throat> we've got Sarvea. Yeah, good number seven, perfect for the front of the line out or the back of the line out. But no one that we can throw consistently to. Yeah, I actually don't think it is the throwing, as you've just mentioned. It's not the throwing. It's it's throwing two, and they just seem so easily matched. You know, the oppositions are mirroring them, and they're easily yeah. mirroring them, and they're getting just in front of them all the time. Well, why why <clears throat> why is it so easy to get in front of then? Because it happens all the time. You know, with when perfect example, last play of the match, Highlanders had that chance to score. And the Hurricanes disrupt. You know, they they got in the way. They disrupted their line out, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the pressure as well. We obviously got some inexperienced jumpers. Really, that's 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 what you'd look at and say. If you're inexperienced anywhere in that team, you're in, inexperienced in your jumpers. Or, you know, Arnie, he's not he's not a front line jumper really. So you're well, relying. No, that's on, what I mean. You're relying on him to do a lot of the bulk work for you. Exactly, and he's he's not good enough. No, you know, he's well. Not not necessarily not good enough, but he's not tall enough. He's just not built for that position, is he? That's right. So other things, mate, I've got written down here is um, I think most of the Highlanders' play was off the set piece, which is, talks about what we've spoken about. I thought Bowden Barrett's kicking was really good again. In fact, his open yeah. field kicking was fantastic. And ben I'm Lamb, sorry, but that, off, ben Lamb that offload, strong though, runs. The offload that Barrett did to Ben Lamb was unreal, wasn't it? The offload no, to sorry. Arnie's... It uh, was... To, no, it um, was Lamarpe. To Lamarpe, yeah. To Mal- that was, that yeah. was special, wasn't it? Oh, it was unreal. But the thing is, is that I don't get how how he can get in positions like that. You know, Sonny Bill Williams, yeah, fair enough. Blah, 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 blah. Big man, strong, all that sort of thing. But you don't think of people like Barrett in those positions, do you? Yeah, but he's, um, he's a lot heavier than he actually looks... If you look up his stats, you know, he's pretty close to 100 Ks, um, which yeah, you true, look at yeah. him and you, and you wouldn't think that. He's also really rangy, so he yeah. packs a bit more punch than maybe the opposition expect when they see him. 
and that obviously helps them out massively. Yeah, no, it does. Weight, weight definitely happens, doesn't it? Who would be or your helps. player? Who would be your player of the match for this one, mate? But, you know, I've been talking to a friend that's skiing with me, and he loves Lamarfe. But oh, mate. <laughs> I think <laughs> I love Lamarfe too. You know, uh, right? I mean, everyone does, don't they? But I think Barrett Barrett played well, and like you said, he kicked out of hand so so well this game, and he's coming into Definitely. he's coming into his own, isn't he? Absolutely, absolutely coming to his own. And that's great to see because we need him to be coming into our own. Yeah. But can I just, can I, in, in the defence of the Highlanders, which All Blacks did they have? Mate, I thought the Highlanders, yet again, played really good rugby. And oh, again, they did. played they did. very, very well as a team. But as you've alluded to, they've got no, they've got no sort of superstars that are, I mean, Shannon Frizzell, no. another try, fantastic. Oh. But two tries, two tries, the, two tries. Nothing in the back line that's going to really set them alight. Um, apart Agreed. from Naholo, and I don't even think he was playing, was he? Well, Naholo, Ben Smith, Aaron Smith weren't playing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a bit of a bittersweet win for the Hurricanes, I think. Hey, mate, but who started at ten? Oh, our man, didn't he? Our man, our man. God, I love him. <laughs> Absolutely. So, oh. so I think that do the Hurricanes deserve to win? I always kind of it just felt like they were going to win, even though it was close. But I don't think they did. I, I honestly, I don't think they did deserve to win. You know, three points with no. There was set, only three with, points in it with no set piece either. No. Yeah. Mate, next so, up, next it, up, we're going to move on. The Blues versus the Waratahs. What would you oh take on this God. game? Tough game, tough game. But I tell you what, how good, and you're going to probably, you're going to agree with me, and I'm sure you are, and if you don't, you deserve to be bloody bollocked. But how good <laughs> is Ma'anonu? Oh, you know I love Ma'anonu. Now, question for you, <laughs> after watching that game, can I just say two? the first two tries were his try, try assists? Oh, definitely, and, 100%. And if he wasn't playing, I don't think they would have been scored. No, agreed. First, yeah. first, I tell you what, first pass was unreal to our man, the, the long ninja. head. Oh, how good is he? But he, that first pass, unreal. Yeah, absolutely. And that, then, actually, you I thought the second pass that. Uh, for the young Clark coming through and scoring yeah. from the right wing through, that was actually even more special. It just looked like, yeah. you know, it, it just looks like he does it every day, which is such a tough It's so easy to for him. Yeah. Uh, so not so a fantastic, but he also scored that wonderful try and actually showed a real good, clear pair of heels. No one would have caught him, no, I don't think. Rem- reminded me of the World Cup final, mate. Sonny Bill over the top, and he just legged it. He, he, no one could catch him. And he dove, I mean, he, to be fair, he did dive maybe two metres before the line, but he was there already, wasn't he? Absolutely. So other things you know, no, I've got no one could this, other, other things I've got written down for this one is um, Blue started great. It uh, looked like yeah. it was going to be an easy win. Waratahs were on holiday. Then they came back really, really strongly. B- Bernard which Foley, they do. Which Bern- they do. Yeah. Bernard Foley came into his own. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Izzy, <clears throat> Izzy's, Izzy's kick, uh, kick, catch, try. Oh, yeah. You know, if there was a if there was good. a YouTube video clip on how to do that, then he'd be in it, wouldn't there? Well, i tell you what. Flower, he had a good game. Flower. He did have a good oh. game. You know, he, he made that... He made that great catch, which no one else could have caught, I feel. And he set up that try um, as well. 
set up the try, but also just his composure at the moment looks really, really good in the back line. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. And what about, mate, Ortilla Black played really well again. <clears throat> the thing that I don't get is it's very hard because they're chopping and changing, aren't they? Ortilla Black, Plumber, Ortilla Black, Plumber. They can't get consistency. And the thing is, is that they're both playing really well. I, I think but they that can't get consistent for the backs. I think you know, that they've, they've got it though now, mate. I think they've got it. I think they're going to go for Ortilla Black. Plummer is off the bench. They'll use him off the bench. I think they've set it up now. That's it. I think that for the rest of the season now will be their, you know, 10 for the rest of the their season. Their go-to. It'll be interesting to see, though, because I hope, I hope so, because Ortilla Black, great player. And like you've just said, he he looks secure in that place, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. And I, ho- I, I hope he does. I hope he does. He's a great player. But like we've said week on, week out, the, the Blues still need a very, very good, you know, world-class number 10. And they don't have that right now. No, they don't. But it was a bit of an old-school super rugby game. The, the defence was shocking for both teams. Mm, yeah, Lots of space. True. They were all over the place. And there were so many tries. Well, yeah, yeah. It was a high-scoring game, wasn't it? It was. Um, both, yeah, 32-29. Yeah, 32-29. Mate, one thing I wrote down here was, how big are the <coughs> Auckland Blues? They've got some big boys, both forwards and Their backs. Their forward pack is huge. Just, you know, just punching holes straight through the middle of oppositions. But can I also say, <clears throat> you know, when Nonu scored that try... How many of the Blues players came and congratulated him, surrounded him? You know, it would have been almost half or more than the half the team. Oh, you know, yeah. that try and seeing him score that try was huge. Do and I think, think that's quite a good thing for the Blues because they always do that. Even if he doesn't score, you know, they come and surround their player. Do, do you think that he's going to be in the All Blacks this year? <laughs> I read that. I read that. On uh, the local radio, or you know, the local website, uh, I think it was Stuff. Uh, good, good shout out there, by the way. Stuff. And if I'm honest, he actually looks viable for that place. I don't think he'd start, but he looks he looks like he could slot in quite easily. Do you think? I think if they get any. Oh, I don't. I don't think they want to have him back, but I think no. To might, me, no, I agree. They might be in a situation where they have to have him back. But man, he's playing but, great rugby, and oh, he he's a real. And the experience that he brings to the table is massive. Yeah. Oh, unreal, unreal. So for me, Waratahs did very, very well, but ultimately fell short. Could have won, <laughs> but didn't win. Too slow a start. Blues deserved it. Just. I I I think the Waratahs did well to get back into the game, but the Blues, for me, had it almost every day of the week, especially after the start. So It just shows maybe they've got more depth as well than even we gave them credit for at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Having They're playing as like, a team, though, now, aren't they? Yeah, having guys like Ma Nonu and Ortilla Black, who are yeah. very good players, um, Nanai, as well. Yeah, he played well again. Yeah, because you know, they're not in the All Blacks, it means that they've they're they're fresh for them every week. But they're also free to play like they want to. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, mate. So right, next up, Crusaders versus got, the Brumbies. Well, this was this was this shaped up to be quite a good game. 
Now the Crusaders won thirty six fourteen, and <clears throat> they ran away with it, didn't they? Mate, the first half was Brumbies, Brumbies, Brumbies. The Crusaders went very lateral, and they tried to run. You know, we <coughs> spoke about this last week how they try and run round everyone. Yeah. But second half, they I don't know whether or not they've implemented a new game plan or whether or not it was just pure luck, but they started to go through the middle. They started to run much harder off off uh, the you know off nine, and they had a lot of success cutting the Brumbies in half. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I think what what the Crusaders might have done. You know how they always look to go wide, and now I think the Brumbies would have you know, throughout the week defensively gone, like the Crusaders are going to attack out wide and that's where they're strong. But they've obviously counteracted that and gone straight up the middle. And that's that's flustered the Brumbies. Uh, also, now, can I, you go, mate. can I just say, um, the Crusaders, this game reminded me of the All Blacks. You know, the Brumbies are in it, not the favourites to win, but they're in it for 50, 60 minutes. And then the last 20, 30 minutes of just the Crusaders, all blacks, have just run away with the game. And that's what it felt like on Saturday. Do you know the interesting thing is actually the next thing I was going to talk about is you remember the days when the all blacks did do that. They, you know, it wasn't so much last season, but in seasons past, they'd bring on their bench, unload their bench, and they'd be gone. Well, you think of the Crusaders on Saturday. What did they do? They unloaded their bench. They brought guys like Jordan Tafur on, Bryn Hall on. Oh, and how good did they play when they, they came on? And they Unreal. absolutely ripped it up. Yeah. Especially yeah. Tafur. Tafur scored that brilliant try. But also, just his support play. You know, he he could be... I would, <clears throat> I'm going to say this now, and I mean, you and other podcast uh, listeners may disagree with me, but... He he reminds me of Sevilla, the way he comes off the bench and just changes the game. You and Sevilla, everyone reminds you of Sevilla. I think you're in love with Sevilla. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't mind going on a date with him, eh? <laughs> as long as he's buying the drinks, mate. <laughs> yeah? yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind that, mate. Wouldn't mind that. No, I, yeah, I do agree with you. He he they he moves forward. He definitely runs. He, he doesn't seem like he ever runs out of gas. Like I mean, different does. different player, different player, but also, you know, like I said, just a different, a different piece of something that comes off the bench. Yeah, plays in, plays in a different way than a than a Matt Todd or a Sam Kane exactly. or a Richie Yeah, yeah, just a bit more, almost flamboyant. Big word. You might not know what that means, but a bit more flamboyant demo. Mate, you, you might yeah. have to add that into my electronic thesaurus that I've apparently bought <laughs> from last week. <laughs> I think it's pronounced thesaurus. Mate, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I have to look that up on my thesaurus, what thesaurus is pronounced like. <laughs> so did you, did you feel the Crusaders deserve to win? Oh, I mean... You know, after half time, they just came out with something different, didn't they? And it showed on the scoreboard, really. Richie Mwanga definitely mate. showing the scoreboard. Richie Mwanga started to cut them in half. Some really nice decisions, some good play, and he kicked how, well as well. Kicked well, but how good was his break? How oh. good was his decision to go for it for the corner? 
you know, he held the ball up, held the ball up, and then bang, back to speed. He didn't get there, but he backed to speed, which I really like from a number 10. And and because he went for the corner, it meant that they won the next ruck, which meant that they led on to the try as well. Went wide, had to go wide. Uh, The Brumbies couldn't defend the width, and it, it was an easy try really, wasn't it? Mate, the interesting thing for me was, I reckon if they didn't have 10-minute half-time breaks, the Brumbies were far more likely to win that game. The 10 minutes... Well, they had that momentum. Yeah, it was all just sapped out of them, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, mate, next you up... Could say, you could almost say that about any sport, though, couldn't you? You could, you could. Next up, yeah. mate, though, we're going to move on. The Reds versus the Stormers. This was a absolute arm wrestle first half. It was nil all at half-time. Unreal. You wouldn't pick that from a Super Rugby game, would you? Not at all. But, they, I mean, the, the Stormers were really unlucky. They had two, what, what were mil- millimetres off scoring two tries. Yeah, yeah. They played well, to be fair, in the first half. But like you say, just a bit unlucky. Yeah, and the Reds came back very, very strong in the, in the, in the second half. And Karevi and Saivalu, yeah, the, the midfield, were excellent. How good, yeah, yeah. Unreal. And it it showed their class, though, you know, Karevi, Wallabies, and just ripped them to shreds, really. Didn't necessarily individually rip them to shreds, but passed, 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 ran, passed. You know, it was very easy for him. It looked like he looked like it was almost schoolboy rugby for him in the second half. Yeah, absolutely. And other interesting things that I picked up was Damien Dialande, who's the, you know, potential... Uh, Springboks midfield player. Well, he came off the bench. He came off, he the, came bench. off the bench. Now, did he come off yeah. the bench because they're rotating like the New Zealand teams are rotating? But he made a difference when he came off the bench. He scored that try, didn't he? And he, he, he looked like an impact player. Definitely. My, the other thing, though, yeah. for me is, and this is what's holding back the Reds at the moment, you talk about the Blues not having a settled 10. They really do not have a settled 10. I would go as no. far as say as... They don't really have a 10 in their squad. No, they don't. You're right. They've got guys that can play at 10 but aren't a 10. No. So, Which must be very, very frustrating for people like Delande. Or D, how do you pronounce his name? Bloody hell. Delande, mate. Delande. Yeah. yeah well, God. You are, I mean, I tell you what, I give you a bit of grief about, <clears throat> about big, long words, but you can really put the accent on, can't you? Oh, mate. I, I, do you know what? It's quite nice you not actually being here with me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't look into my eyes. <laughs> the gazing can't happen, mate. Uh, right, other things that I've got written down. I just thought the Reds played a much better second half, and they did thoroughly deserve to win it. Oh, um, I think the Stormers away definitely. from home might have made a difference, but 24-12, final score, pr- pretty much summed up the better team won. Yeah, agreed. I totally agree. But like you say, Storm is away from home. But in all honesty, I think that it wouldn't have made a difference. I think the Reds were just, in that second half, were just too strong. Midfield, too strong. Even though, you know, the shut, well, Stormers, sorry, came on or bought on their pretty much um, their Springboks midfield, it just didn't make much of a difference. No. They were just running away with it. Another game, mate, that got away from the opposition was the Rebels versus the Sunwolves. You're one of, oh, both. Oh. I mean, we love the Rebels. We love the Sunwolves. We do. It was yep. a little bit of a surprise that the Sunwolves, actually for the first time this season, didn't really put up a fight. Well, it, it, it shaped up to be a very, very good game. 
But like you say, the Sunwolves had nothing in it. Looked like they didn't actually want to win, which is surprising. Maybe they've, maybe it's just, as I say, the depth of their squad has finally caught up to them. They're getting a bit tired. And you, you know what it's like. You take your foot off the accelerator 5-10% and, you know, you're, they're away. Frustrating game for me to watch, actually. I really wanted the Sunwolves to take it to the Rebels, but the Rebels, they, they fought back. Yeah. They, you know, they, they took a hold of the game by the scruff of the neck and really choked them out, didn't they? Well, I think the Sunwolves couldn't. I mean, I remember saying last week, are they going to be able to answer the questions that Quade Cooper, Will Guinea are going to ask of them? And they really no, didn't have the any, answer is any no. answers. No, none at all. But, mate, none my favourite player, my favourite player at the moment in any of the rugby teams... Masawera, two <laughs> absolutely amazing tries. Yeah, yeah. What would I'm you, not sure how he bloody scored them. What would you be doing if you were a franchise owner? Well, uh, can I just ask you a straightforward question? Poor defence or good player? Oh, very, very good player. Very good player. Oh, do you not think poor defence? Oh, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> oh, mate, that's a big call. Oh, uh, I love him. I think I think the forty-five-year-old winger <laughs> gives me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Eh? Absolutely brilliant. And they're still they're still fighting you yet, though, isn't there? They're you still... might make a comeback. May I need to lose about four stone, and then I can make a comeback. <laughs> brilliant. Put on a bit of weight, mate. Put on a bit of weight. The, the... I want to see you as a forward. The... Yeah, absolutely. I'll be I'll be I'll be definitely moving into the forwards now. <laughs> Mate, the, the big surprise over the weekend must have been the Lions match. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Lions versus the Sharks. What, what happened 42-5. I mean, what on earth happened in that game? I'm pretty sure we both picked the Lions, didn't we? We absolutely picked the Lions because they'd been I tell so you what, consistent. You're going to like this. We thought they were going to roar away with this game, didn't we? We did, but... Um... <laughs> But they that one. They really didn't roar away with it, did they? They got swallowed up by the sharks. Oh, <laughs> I write that down. You you may be on holiday, <laughs> but you are still sharp. <laughs> I might be in the snow, but I'm still on fire, mate. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. They they. I mean, the sharks were really impressive. Don't get me wrong, but oh. you know everything the lines are about, which is smothering teams you know, basically making them do stuff they don't really want to do, just did not work. No, nothing. Nothing at all worked. Everything they did try, <clears throat> the the Sharks nullified, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Lions were also at home. Yeah, I know, that, which was frustrating for me. You know, I thought the Lions would pick up their game and actually perform, but the Sharks came out from the whistle and absolutely dominated. The lines almost. You know, it was. Yeah. It was like seeing a fish out of water. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> I'm absolutely full of it today, eh? Honestly. Well, before you keep going on about you know all your sharks and lions roaring, let's move on to the last game, which was another real big surprise for us: the the Bulls versus the Jaguars. Twenty-two twenty. And and to be Close. to be honest, it's. It, I didn't I just didn't expect it. Maybe they're just they I mean, they did play the Jaguaris. They did play with real passion in the end, but um we just haven't seen it this year, have we? Well, can I just say that that last twenty minutes from the Jaguaris 
are what we expect week in, week out from them. Passion, you know, aggressiveness, and just free running rugby. Yeah, yeah, and offloads. We don't, we, we, and offloads. But, but we haven't seen that from them lately. I, I have to say, but, mate, Matera was exceptional, exceptional in this game. The big number eight just absolutely ripped yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he is he is one of the best number eights in the world at the moment. I feel. Yeah, I would I would hundred percent agree with that. Going back going back to number eights, who who are you picking out of Kieran Reed and Akita Akita Yuani? Who are you picking for the to start the All Blacks? Why well, you can't pick that though, can you? Well, you you are going to pick Reed, aren't you? But if you would, yeah, if you would... no, no, I'm not going to pick Reed. But do you know why I'm not going to pick Reed? You tell me. Not I have no idea. No, not because he's not the best. But because he's a crusader, he's, <laughs> exactly, he's a bloody crusader. Oh, mate, that's how but that's I, how shallow you are as a person. But the, can I? I just add a few pieces there, though. He's not. He's had four months off, and I'm sorry, anyone that can say, "Yeah, I'm going to come back from four months off rugby or any sport for that matter," and go, "I'm going to play as well as I did as I finished that four months off," you, you, you you're stupid. You're laughing. I'm sorry, but you can't do that. Is, is he? He's not saying that, though, is he? No, he's not saying that. <clears throat> but um, it, hypothetically speaking here, Damien, you cannot go away and go, I'm going to play as well as I did when I left. Yeah, of course you can't. Of course you can't. And then that's and possibly need, the he... reason why. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I would never. I, I mean, he's got to start. He's the, he's the captain. He, he plays well. He's fantastic in the line-out. You've got to have Akita on the bench to bring him on. Oh, definitely, definitely. But like you say, you know, he's he's a couple. Kieran Reed is a couple of games into the season. You've got to you've got to play him. The All Blacks have to step back and say, "You've had four months off. You are one of the ones that needs to play the most rugby." Yeah, hundred oh, you know, percent agree it, with that. It's, yeah, it's a hard thing to say, and he might get injured. That's but that's part of the sport. You know, we have replacements for that. Do you do, you, do we have a replacement captain though? Oh, good question. Very good question. Um, you'd go Sam Kane, but he's not in, is he? He's not. He's not playing at the moment. No, he's not. You'd no. go. Um, you'd go uh, Whitelock. But I just don't. I don't see it, mate. I don't see Whitelock as as um, you know as good a captain. I I don't think that when um, you know Reed retires, I don't think that Whitelock's going to become the All Blacks captain. What about Brody Retellick? Oh, that's a great shout. Maybe Brody Retellick. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there is enough there. And, Maybe there is enough there to get but the to thing, get through. The thing with uh Brody, he might not be the uh the most forward speaking player, but he leads by example. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he he leads with vigor, aggression, and he won't stop. He does not stop until that referee blows for the final whistle you know 100% mate 100% there but the Bulls do they deserve to lose or do the Jaguaris deserve to win which one was it for you I I think the Jaguaris with their last 20 minutes deserve to win yeah it was good to see them come back so strong with yeah you know away from home as well when the when the chips have been down that was nice to see them get over the line definitely especially and it keeps it keeps that South African conference open doesn't it Oh yeah, I mean, it, we have alluded to the fact it is probably the hardest conference to pick. Definitely, 
So um, that definitely seems to be the case. And saying that, though, the New Zealand conference is getting pretty spicy because you've got the Chiefs in back in form, you've got the Blues back in form, you've got a good team in the Highlanders, you've got a good team in the uh, Hurricanes, and you've got a good team in the Crusaders. And actually, they can all beat each other no matter what day it is. But they could all beat anyone else as well, which is frustrating for them because they could go away and beat the top of the Australian or South African conference. It's it's hard, though. And the South Africans could say the same about us. You know, it's, it's tough. That's why I feel like Super Rugby is the best rugby competition in the world at the moment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, mate, that, that's going to be the roundup of this week's matches you're going to hopefully very, very quickly get back in the plane <laughs> and join me back here in the studio. Luckily, there's technology that means that that doesn't need to happen. But uh, I hope you have a great mate, end of your I'll holiday, be... mate, and we'll catch you back next week on the Super Rugby Podcast. Definitely. I'll be back for next week. But this week, I'm, uh, I'm about to go have another wine or two. So uh, thank you very much for having me via telecommunications. And um, it's been it's been a great week of rugby. It's been no, a really it? good week of rugby. I think it's been the best week so far, hasn't it? Definitely. All right, mate. Catch Definitely. you later. Yeah. See you soon. And now, Toby, it is time for our favourite thing in the whole week. It's time for the, <laughs> the quiz, mate. In the whole world, I reckon. Absolutely. Time for the quiz. Are you going right. to go first or am I going to No, no. Go first? I went first last time, mate. Okay. So I'll go first. I've got some actually nice questions for you. The questions that well, actually the listeners might actually want to know about, rather well, than your obscure, absolute rubbish that you ask me. Who won last week? That's why I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my first question is this. How many games have the Brumbies won this year? A, one, B, two, C, three, or D, four games? Nice, easy question. If so you don't know this, then you really don't know your stuff. <laughs> That's why would you say that last bit? That's really not very nice. Um, so I know they've. How many have they played? Well, I'm not going to tell you anything. <laughs> Damn it! I believe it's two. They've won two games this season. You would be correct. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, it's amazing, though, isn't it? You think of the Brumbies, you think they've done really well. Well, but I actually, think they're second bottom, aren't they? They are second bottom. Yeah. And they've had some great performances have, throughout, yeah. but they've just not been able to link it together. Well, I think it's quite a few teams in the Super Rugby at the moment haven't been able to link or, you know, gel together. It's a bit iffy, I find. Anyway, irrelevant. Your first question for yes, me, mate. My first question uh, is, how many tries... Have the New Zealand teams scored so far? Can I just go back to my question? You know, nice, easy question. Yours is like, okay, all together, how many tries? Have, and you, and I bet you you'll be like, the answer will be something like 30, and you'll go, is it 29? Well, is it 30 the, or is it 31? Well, the thing is, is it's, it's barring this weekend. So it was before this weekend, because I made these questions before the weekend, so I apologise if these aren't 100% correct at this moment in time. So, 108, 197, or 104? Just go through those numbers again, mate. 108, 197, or 104. And that's all five teams after seven rounds. So, so yet again, you've... you've so, that the, the range... <laughs> 
The spread isn't that much, to be fair. <laughs> the spread is very little, Tone. It's 11. <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> so I've not got a lot to play with here. And it's a very, again, obscure question. Thank you very it's much. It's quite a good question. If I was a listener, I'd be like, God, Toby, that is bloody fantastic. So we're looking at how many, how many they've scored altogether. This is, this is a nightmare question. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. In reality, I have no idea. But I'm get, I'm going to guess. I don't think they've scored that many this year. Right. Um, so I'm going to go for lower. Now, do I go for 97 or do I go for 100 is my is my question here. I think it's going to be lower because I don't think they've scored that many. So I'm going to Are just sure? have a stab Are in the sure, dark though? and say 97. Is that your final answer, Damien? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's 108. 108 is 108 the top tries, end. tries, yeah. After seven rounds. That's pretty good, though. A great question here would be, if you had done your research and could tell me how many of the South African teams have scored or how many of the Australian teams have scored. But I'm guessing you have It's your next it. question, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, second. At what year did the Sunwolves join Super Rugby? That is a fantastic question. And I'm bringing that question up because as we've talked about last week... They've been binned off from Super Rugby, which yeah, but we're not going to go into that just yet. Though. Not going to yeah, go into anyway. that just yet. But uh, you've got your you've got your choices: two thousand and ten, two thousand and twelve, two thousand and fifteen, or two thousand and thirteen. I just put that. You know how I like to switch it round for you. I, I, yeah, I know, I know you like to be difficult. <clears throat> uh, so I don't believe it's two thousand and ten because they, they definitely haven't been in for that long. 2015, not sure. It's um, uh, At the moment, I'm leaning towards 13 and 15. You got 12 there as well, mate. Yeah, I, I know that. But I, I, think moment, you're, I think you're right with it. It's, it's not going to be as long as 2010. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So I, I actually will take that off. That's no longer an option. Well... I didn't need you to tell me that. So I'm going to go 2013. You would be wrong. It's 2015, isn't it? It's 2015, yeah. So they've not been in for very long at all. No, didn't last World Cup. This is their fourth year, isn't it? This is their fourth year. Yeah. And they've got got next year as well. What a shame. Wow. Anyway, mate, your question for me. So my second question... At what stage did the Highlanders exit last year's Super Rugby competition? Was it the quarterfinals, the finals, the semi-finals, or just the group stages? Uh, this is um, yeah, it's a lot harder than you think, isn't it? It is a lot harder because yeah. I'm, you know, you can remember the days where they did struggle, yeah, and then you can remember the year that they had an absolute. Rip Snorter and, and made it all the way through. And actually, that was the year where that was the, this this kind of time four years ago when they didn't have. There was a World Cup cycle. They won it in the World Cup cycle, and they didn't have any All Blacks. They won really. it. They won it. But they won it four years ago. They won it four years ago. Oh. Oh, this is what I believe. They won it four years ago. They didn't have to rest many All Blacks because well, they, they didn't they, have many All Blacks. They beat the um, Hurricanes. I remember. I think it was even at Hawks Bay. They played at Hawks Bay. Okay, so I, again, I, I, I'm i really struggling 
with this. I should know this really. If it was, you know, oh, I'm just trying to think who do they have in their team last year who was any good and, and can I remember them getting through. So the options are the group stages. Group stages, the quarters, quarterfinals, semifinals, or did they make the final? Well, they didn't make the final. <laughs> Obviously, being a Crusader fan. I don't think... I think, did they... Did... Who played? So I th- from memory... Come on, mate, you're dragging No, no, out. no, no. From memory, I think the Crusaders played the Hurricanes last year in the semi. Okay. My question is, who did the Lions play? And I can't remember. I think the Lions played the Waratahs in the semi. So, the big question is... Who was in the quarters? Who was in the quarters? And I don't know. I think... Mm. Oh, I'm going to say they must have... They're either the group stages or the quarters. I can't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the Blues were the wooden spooners last year. Yes, they were the wooden spooners last year. So, I'm going to say they got out of the groups and they lost in the quarters. You would be correct. Yes, come on. I'm, you don't know how happy I am. <laughs> listeners is that one right apiece? That is one apiece. Okay. And I've got a really nice question for you. Okay. A good question. I had actually had two. I've got a harder one, and I'll share that with you, or an easy one. But I think this is quite interesting. How many Super Rugby teams has Sonny Bill Williams played for? Has he played for one, two, three, or four teams? Rather large pause there, Tobes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm just literally just thinking. It hurt my brain a bit, but I'm okay. Um, <clears throat> he's currently playing for the Blues. You would be correct. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> he's played for the Crusaders, and he's played for the Chiefs. So that would be three. Are you sure? Are you positive. Now, did he play for the Crusaders, or did he play for Canterbury? He's played for three. Are you absolutely positive? I'm not, but I'm going with three. You'd be correct, mate. He's played for three. Now, Come when, on. He, when he uh, moved from league yes. through, I can remember I was in New Zealand, um, which is around about eight years ago now, and he had to play club rugby. He did, didn't he? And I think That's he was right. playing for something like Sumner. I'm not, sh- I'm not 100% sure on this, but I can remember I was in New Zealand when he first played. There was thousands of people. Just going down to watch. to watch. Yeah. I think they weren't even in the top div. Oh, right. And they okay. came down. And they were, he was made to go and play club rugby for wow. a start. Then make the Crusaders. Then he was made he good at club rugby? Well, I mean, he was a fantastic player. I think he, yeah, I think probably, possibly, you know the difference between a, a top player and a, yeah. and a good player. Actually, isn't that much? No. So people can raise their game, but, you know, he's a top rated player. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah, definitely. Right. So again, you can't <clears> lose. <throat> Shall, shall I tell I you my harder lose. question? I'll tell you my harder yeah, question okay. as a bonus, right? Okay. So, how many games did he play for the New Zealand Rugby League team? Okay. Did he play 12 games, 25 games, 30 or 40 games? I don't think it's actually been that many games. So, I, But I do think it's more than 12. But I definitely don't think it's... 
See, the thing is, is when you answer a question, you just blabber on. But I actually try and think about it, and then I go, I go quickly. I actually talk while I'm thinking to keep yeah. the listeners involved. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 25. It was actually 12. Oh, it's he's 10. only played okay. 12 games. Yeah. He's played 51 games for the ABs as it currently stands. Really, 51? Mm. 51, yeah. Wow. Right, that's surprising. Right, my final question: Who is the captain of the Chiefs? Is it Colin Cooper? He's the coach, mate. Damien McKenzie. He could be player coach. Um, Sam Kane or Brody Retallick? It's a really, really good question, this. Now, are you talking about the named captain at the start of the season? Yes. Or are you yes. talking about... No, the... I'm talking about the named captain. I, I, I think you're not a very nice person. <laughs> so, because of that, I think you've tried to be tricky here. And I think... It's Sam Kane. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't ever not confirming here. I'm not confirming here, right? I think it's Sam Kane. Okay. Because I think they thought that he was going to be fit for the first game, therefore they made him the, the name captain of the well, squad. He hasn't even played any games for that matter. No, he hasn't played any games. Yeah. And it, it, he's a little bit a, a little bit away, apparently. Brody Retallick is currently, I think, captaining the team. Okay. And Colin Cooper definitely is the coach. Oh, really? So, but thanks for that one as a bonus question. So I'm going to say it's Sam Kane. Okay. Well, it's Brody Retallick and Sam Kane. So I'm going to give you half a point for There's that no one. way you can give you half a point. So <laughs> I win this week. No. I win we, this week. We absolutely so, draw. So no way. We draw, mate. No, you can't say. No, you can't no, say. One of the options. No. One of the options would have been what you could have said is: Is it Sam Kane and Brody Retallick? But you didn't. No, I didn't. You got it wrong. You should have known that it was joint captaincy. Well, I'm just going to take the points and run. So that, that's the end of the quiz for this week. Up next is going to be our predictions for this weekend. Okay, Tobes, so kick us off with the first round, the first game of round nine. So we've got the uh, the Crusaders versus the Highlanders. So no, The only thing I don't like about these New Zealand derbies is you seem to have them all the time. Oh, I know. You know. Frustrating. So, but I'm going to say the Crusaders again. Well, they're at home as well. They're at home. Yeah. Definitely Crusaders for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Highlanders, I think, will be in it for maybe... The first sort of 50, 60 minutes. Um, but then the Crusaders are just a bit too class, aren't they? I think and, so. Uh, they'll, they'll run away with it. Next up, mate. Next up. Second game is the, uh, the Rebels versus Stormers. Rebels at home. Rebels for me. Easy one for me. Rebels all the way. Easy. Easy. No, I'm not going to say they're going to win easy. I just yeah. think it's an easy selection for me. It's the Rebels for me. Will Guinea. Yeah. This is true. Craig, Craig Cooper. Cooper. They've yeah. been on fire. They've been a great pair. Uh, Maddox on fire. Scoring machine. Scoring machine. Uh, this one's a big one. The Chiefs versus the Blues. Wow. <laughs> cracker. That's one to watch, eh? That's yeah. definitely one to watch. Definitely. I think the Blues are going to continue on their run and win it. Really? Correct. Now, going off the fact we haven't I mean, the watched, are at home. <laughs> going off the fact we haven't actually watched the games before <laughs> this, I was going to say the Blues. Okay. Too much off the bench. 
too much off the bench. More than more than the Chiefs have got off I, the bench. I think and that'll, right. that'll make a big difference. Yeah, I'm going to go for the Blues too. Excellent. Uh, then we've got the Brumbies versus the Lions. I think the Lions are going to be a bit too class for the Brumbies. Although now, the Brumbies are at home. Using the word class with the Lions, I don't think the Lions are class. I think the Lions are just massive. They and they're going to bulldoze over everyone. And will the Brumbies get beaten up? And I'm going to say, I think they will get beaten up. Yeah. And I'm going to say the Lions to win that one. Yeah. Well, we're, we've been on the same page. I don't like it. Uh, sharks at home to the Jaguares. Yeah, sharks, eh? Yeah. <laughs> this is just not good. This is, I'm going to say radio. It's not good podcasting. No, I know. We agree with everything. We're not really debating about much. No, we agree. I think um, definitely the Sharks yeah. may. Jaguares. They're they, slumping, aren't they? They are slumping. And I think they're a little bit like the French. When they're down, they're down. Yeah, down and out, really. Down and out. So, you know, they're a bit, a bit, they're a bit down on themselves, and that means that'll affect their rugby as well. Agreed. Last game, the Bulls versus the Reds. Easy one to spell. Only five letters each. Oh, that's wrong. God. One's got five, <laughs> one's got four. <laughs> okay, count. Hang on. Bulls hang on. at home. You've got the Bulls. Now, I'm pretty sure that's five. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, and the Reds? Is four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are village. <laughs> oh, boy. It's good to know we're both thick. <laughs> oh, uh, it's classic. I, Bulls at home to the Reds, yeah. Bulls. Bulls for me, and it's just the home thing for me. Yeah. It's going to make all the difference. Playing at altitude. Playing, Yeah, playing at altitude, but also yeah. just the travel. Yeah, the travel that they've had to go through to get there, yeah. the jet lag, and the Reds haven't been that consistent. Well, they they, no, I say they haven't been that consistent. They have been quite consistent in their performances, but they're consistently average. But consistently average. Yeah. Although I do like their young midfield, really like their young midfield, and I think they've got they've got a lot for the future going at the Reds. I think in a in a few years' time they will be much much better than they've been forming this year yeah well it'll be a good week actually very good week of games um we've got a few rip snorters don't we oh the God. blues are the chiefs man. yeah Game people were weekend. people were taking the mick out of those chief boys you know saying wooden spooners and all that well i think they're coming back and saying don't count us out just yet yeah, that wouldn't it be a great fairy tale if they ended up making the playoffs and making the maybe the final and, and, and na- beating the Crusaders and in narrowly the final. losing against the Crusaders in the final, <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. Brilliant. Anyway, Toes, that brings us to a close of this week's yeah. podcast. Yeah, definitely. And um, if if the listeners want to get a hold of us, do where you know do that, they do that? That is our favourite part. Genuinely, it's our favourite part, isn't it? When the listeners write yeah. in. Definitely. They say nice things about us and they give us really good questions to work with because yeah. honestly, reading your questions and trying to answer your questions is what we're all about. Well, it makes it a lot easier for us because then we don't have to think of questions. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, uh, how do they get hold of us though? Uh, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. But now we're also on Facebook. We're also on Facebook. So, I was, I was going to say Twitter, but we're not. Oh. <laughs> The Twitter, the Facebook. Uh, so give us a like on Facebook and you you can actually listen to our podcasts on there as well. Um, just leave us a comment or send us a message. So it might be a bit easier than sending us a, 
a dated email. God, I like sending a fax nowadays, eh? Absolutely, mate. But anyway, it's a goodbye from me. Yeah, and goodbye from me. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.